We see who winning, we see who got it. You see I'm still in the back making deposits. You see who switched up sides and who was solid. You see who stuck to the code and who forgot it. Talk about it. Welcome to the Petty Podcast. Ari here, back better than ever. Happy November 1st. Oh, just kidding. I'm fashionably late as always. But... Do you know what that means? That means that today marks the very first anniversary of the Petty Podcast. It has been a year since I launched the Petty Podcast, which is just mind-blowing to me. Guess they say time flies when you're having fun, right? That also means that there's two months left to 2021, which means that I have just enough time to get my shit together before the new year rolls around. Big things are in store for me and my babies in 2022. I've truly transformed my life in 2021 from changing my environment and raising the bar on who has access to my energy to stepping completely outside of my comfort zone and quitting my job to invest all of the time and energy that I was investing into someone else's dream into my own. There's a principle in neuroscience that says nerve cells that fire together, wire together. If you keep repeating the same states of mind-body over and over and over again, your brain begins to fire in the same sequences, the same patterns, and the same combinations. But when you make your brain work in a certain way, that's called mind. Mind is the brain in action. That means that you have the power to change your mind. You can choose to wake up tomorrow and do things differently. You can do all of the things that you've been telling yourself that you would do, and you can make the changes that you've been intending to make. As you remind yourself who you think you are or who you want to be, and you do things differently, you cause your brain to fire in different sequences that will eventually become as natural and co-pilot as the habits that you're trying to break. Change your mind, change your life. I'm ready to change my mind so I can change my life completely. Total transformation. And that's exactly what I intend to do in these next seven weeks. My main focus being prioritizing my health, wellness, and personal development, achieving financial freedom, and being less of a hold-on mom and more of a yes mom. I'll be sharing recipes, workout plans, and tips and tricks to improve mental health, achieve financial freedom, and fulfill yourself as a parent and raise well-rounded children, create healthy relationships, and simplify your life. You can follow my journey on Instagram, or you can join me on my journey by joining the 8% Club. You can watch me change my life, or you can change your life with me. But if you follow my journey and you watch me manifest everything that I deserve, when it comes time for me to share my results, you're going to wish you had done the same. If you join me on my journey now, you'll have your own results, and you too can share the story of how you completely transformed your life in seven weeks. The choice is yours. With that being said, on today's episode, we're just going to recap the last year of the Petty Podcast. I figured now is a good time to reintroduce myself for anyone who hasn't been an avid follower for the last year, um, anyone who may be new here. And for those of you who are avid followers and have followed me for the last year and kept up with everything, I figured, shit, if I can drive across the country and listen to my own podcast and re-inspire myself with my own words, then I could probably re-inspire you with my words too. Happy listening. So let's dive in. Head first, just how I like it. I 
have a fear of unfulfilled potential, an entrepreneurial spirit, and a passion to help people. I have fire in my soul and hustle in my heart. As an added bonus, I'm just me, shamelessly and unapologetically. I might be a hot mess, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I pride myself on my imperfections because they make me, me. I'm just a regular person who wakes up every day and tries to be better than the day before, and that's a lot more than most people can say for themselves. I'm forever gonna love myself for exactly who I am because I spent entirely too long hating myself and criticizing myself. I'm so proud of the person that I've become though. I'm still actually in disbelief that I am who I am today. I was once an insecure, indecisive, naive girl who looked for approval from others before stepping forward. For years, I allowed someone to strip me of my self-worth, drain me mentally, emotionally, and physically. I remember once looking in the mirror and asking myself why I was never enough. The fact of the matter is, I've always been enough, more than enough. I'm just too much for a weak link, and for the longest time, I watered myself down to avoid coming off too strong. But one day I woke up different. I woke up selfish with added value and a new outlook on life. I recognize that I often dismiss inconsistency, red flags, and uneven efforts in my friendships and relationships. And I woke up recognizing my worth more than ever before. I recognize that empathy without boundaries is self-destruction. I'm gonna say that again because I feel like that's something that people need to hear. Empathy without boundaries is self-destruction. I'm a very empathetic person. And for the most part, being an empath has only gotten me taken advantage of. Sadly, being a genuine, kind-hearted person has rarely benefited me in this life. However, I refuse to change myself, as other people's character doesn't define mine. When I lay my head down at night, I'm proud of who I am and what I bring to the table. There's not enough kindness in the world, so I refuse to allow the ugly in the world to dull my shine. Kindness is cute, and I'd much rather be the light in someone's dark than the reason for their darkness. The day that I recognize that empathy without boundaries is self-destruction is the day that changed my life. I made a promise to myself that day. I promised to prioritize myself, set healthy boundaries, accept nothing less than I deserve, make myself unavailable to anything that isn't part of the vision, and become unapologetically selfish with my time and energy. I got rid of my weak-ass man, I cut off my half-ass friends, and I started focusing on only me and my babies. I stopped being so hard on myself. I stopped explaining myself. I stopped feeling guilty for doing what's best for me. I stopped feeling bad for having high expectations and I stopped making myself small to accommodate others' insecurities. I started starving my distractions and feeding my focus, smashing my goals. I started being more than just a mom. I started healing myself. I started reinventing myself and becoming the version of myself that I watered down for so long. And most importantly, I started loving myself. Now I'm fierce. I'm unstoppable. I'm a force to be reckoned with. Now I'm working like I've never been to be better than I've ever been, and I'm truly living my best life. And I know there's other people out there who are feeling the way I did for so long. I was so tired of just winging it and struggling to maintain this balancing act called life, only to feel unfulfilled when I laid my head down at night. I mom shamed myself every single night for two solid years because I just couldn't seem to quite get it together. It was exhausting to even think about, let alone try and being consistent in doing so after already being completely exhausted from the demands of daily life. That's no way to live. I refuse to live a mediocre life. I'm making my wildest dreams a reality. The opportunities in this lifetime are limitless and I'm living proof that you can come from nothing and become something out of this world. If I can do it, so can you.
cool life. I've dated men that I was too good for, prioritized people who don't prioritize me, and tolerated things that I should have never tolerated just to avoid conflict. But that's no longer. I recognize my worth more than ever, and I'm a couple notches above the rest, and I say that humbly. I'm not someone that you want to lose. If you don't recognize that prior to losing me, then I promise you will recognize it once the value that I once added to your life is missing. Call me karma, because I'm a blessing and a curse. I learned a lot in 2020, but more than anything, I learned how little of a support system that I have and how very few people that I have that are genuinely there for me. I grew through a lot of shit alone. The thing about being alone is it's dangerous. Once you realize how peaceful it is, it's addicting. And I had my feelings hurt all year long about the fact that I don't really have anybody that's there for me. And then I realized it's nothing new. I never have. And I need to stop dwelling on that and stop respecting the opinions of people who don't bring anything positive to my life. For the first time in my life, I stepped without reassurance. I followed my heart and I felt good about my decision. I still feel good about my decision. For the first time in my life, I feel like I belong. I've always been different, even as a child. I knew I was different. I've lived in my comfort zone all of my life. And it wasn't until I stepped out of it that I realized why I always felt like I was out of place and like I didn't belong. And it's because I don't. I am different. I thought I was a black sheep, but it turns out I'm not a sheep at all. I'm fucking lying, bitch. Not watering myself down, but watering myself and being proud of everything that I bring to the table and exactly who I am. And I don't think I've ever been more happy in my entire life than I am right now in this moment and every day. Like every day is lit of my life and like I don't even do anything my mom I stay home I go to work but like I'm happy to do it all because I'm doing the things that I want to do I feel like that statement needed a, like a standing ovation <laughs> like stop watering myself down and start watering myself like oh man that needs to be like Preach. painted on a freaking platform in my yes. in my workout room I love that yes I love that I literally I have a sign that I made myself um, next to my plants that says water me because I forget to water them but <laughs> also I need to water me every day every yes. single day because if you don't water yourself if you don't recharge yourself if you're not putting as much into yourself as you're putting into everybody else then like you're running on fumes and caffeine you know and that's not healthy yeah you got to fill up your own cup before you can overflow into others that's what yep. we're saying all day absolutely I love that that's mm -hmm. what I say all day in a different way I seriously I love that <laughs> watering myself Enough with the inspiration, let's talk story time with Ari. Let's talk about that time that I was supposed to be somebody's wife, but they treated me like a maid instead. So one day I went to the laundromat to get caught up in laundry. I washed and dried everything and then I went home and I was sitting on the couch folding all of it. And I mean, there was like an overwhelming amount of laundry. My whole living room was covered in clothes. You couldn't even see the floor and I was overwhelmed. I didn't want to spend my whole day folding and putting away all the laundry by myself after I just carried it from the basement to the car, lugged it inside the laundromat, washed it, dried it, put it back in the car, and carried it in the house by myself. Like, literally, this was massive amounts of laundry. 
I dumped out all the laundry baskets, sorted everything in piles, girls' clothes, my clothes, his clothes. You couldn't see the living room floor at all. The sectional was covered with clothes, and I just didn't feel like I should have to ask for help, but apparently I did. My man at the time was playing Xbox, so I said, hey, can you help me fold some of this so we can knock it all out at once and I won't have to spend all day doing it? And he looked at me, didn't say a damn word, and then started playing Xbox again. Crazy bitch activated. So I had clothes in my lap, I threw them off my lap, stood up, and I said, you know what? Fuck this laundry. I'm going to go do something I enjoy for once. You spend every day doing all the things that you enjoy, and I don't do anything but cook, clean, mom, and work, work, work. And fuck that. I'm going to go have fun. I'm going to go hang out with my friends for once. I even went as far as to bend down and pick up more clothes and toss them on my way out of the living room for emphasis that like, I'm really pissed. This is bullshit. I didn't even want to hang out with my friends that night. I wanted to get caught up on laundry and get ahead of life. So maybe I could just enjoy a day of my own life for once. And I was hoping that he would just be like, okay, you know what? You're right. This is a lot. Let's sit down together, watch a movie while we fold this laundry. I stormed out of the house, got in my car and started pulling off. My ex was standing on the porch staring at me like, yeah, okay. She's going to spin the block and come right back, just like she always does. Spoiler alert. That's how my engagement ended. Right there. Once I walked out that door, I never came back the same again. So, moral of the story is, ladies, gentlemen, 50-50 partnerships for the win. Do not accept any less than you deserve. If you are not getting what you give, get out go leave sometimes we got to pull extra weight but we don't always have to be the one pulling the extra weight and i was always the one overplaying my part since we're on the subject of my man who didn't appreciate me though do y'all remember the story of speed bump boy because how could you forget <laughs> Woo! had the pleasure of meeting speed bump dude in real life um so i took my daughter to gymnastics he said he was gonna ride the bike to gymnastics and then he didn't like end up at gymnastics at the same time as me and it was like way late like i was so worried he wasn't answering his phone like he was on the bike you know like i was freaking out and like he comes rolling in and he's like freaking out about something like I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about and then like when I realize what he's talking about like he's telling me right now that he just saw speed bump boy and he tried to run him over with his motorcycle <laughs> what <laughs> what this boy has never even done anything to you dog like what are you doing like literally like yeah he fucking called you a speed bump but like he ain't even really tried to get at me like he got put in his place you know when he did so like what are you doing like it's not that serious and since we're on the subject of getting ran over, what about Crazy Barn Cat Lady? Y'all remember her? So I go to walk up to the driveway because I'm going to flag her down as she's leaving. And when she sees me, she like drives the opposite way. Okay, there's not even a way to get out that way. She like goes behind my barn. I don't know what she's doing, but like I'm over this girl shit at this point And like my patience is wearing thin because now you're avoiding me and I don't like that either, right? So... Then I got to walk back in the house or pretend to walk back in the house because I figured if I was out of sight, she would come down my driveway. Like, you can't hide behind my barn forever, right? So anyway, as she starts driving down the driveway, I walk back out to the driveway. My driveway was super long, so, like, it took her a minute to get where I was. 
so I could get back to the driveway, you know? This girl about ran me over with her fucking car. So then I decided, like, I better just go talk to my landlord because that's what adults do. Like, adults don't go to people's houses and, like, take their cat food out of their trunk and, like, mollywop bitches. They talk to their landlord when they're having problems with their rental, right? Look at me adulting, <laughs> okay? So I was so proud of myself. Or how about the time that I decided that I was going to get back out there? A few months back, I started feeling like maybe I'm ready to date. Maybe I'm ready to at the least get back out there and like see what's out there. I don't usually meet up with people that I don't know, but how else do you meet new people? So I ended up meeting up with a friend of a friend because that seemed like a safe way to do it. I was very clear about my intentions of just trying to meet new people and looking for friends and nothing more. We went out to eat a couple times and we went out for drinks after, hung out here and there for about a month. Whole time I was extremely clear that I wasn't looking for anything more than friends. So a couple weeks after we started hanging out, he started asking me to hang out all the time, which is a red flag for me because I don't want to be around people that need entertained. Our energies just didn't match. I don't have time to chill all the time, nor do I want to talk all day long. I'm a young CEO and I don't got time for that. So anyway, dude left something in my car the weekend before and was asking for it back all week. So I told him I'd meet him with it on my way out of town. I mentioned that I was in a hurry. So we link, make small talk for a few minutes. And then I was like, okay, well, I got to go because I'm already running behind. So, dude gets in his vehicle, squeals his tires out of the parking lot, floors it to the stop sign, slams on his brakes, turns, and floors it to the stoplight, and at the stoplight, he texts me and says, so you don't want to talk anymore, or... And I'm thinking, like, what? If we were talking in the first place, after that red flag-ass behavior, we definitely wouldn't be. And secondly, after that psycho-ass energy, I don't think I want to talk at all, not as friends and not as anything more. Thanks for asking, but next. So I basically ghosted him from there. Not my person. And while I hate being rude, explaining that I think you're walking flag is possibly more rude than just going MIA. So that's what I did. But wait, there's more. So then I posted my tattoo drawn up on my story before I went to bed. The next morning, I woke up with a Snapchat from Dude. It was a picture of him Googling school tattoos, which part of my sleeve that I just got drawn up is a school and then after that is this chintzy-ass skull tattoo that he got on his foot. Maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions, but all that seems like a little much to me. And last but not least, do y'all remember this clip? Because I said we'd revisit it later, and we haven't actually done that yet, so I guess there's no better time than now. I should kill everyone and escape? Sorry. The voices. I'm kidding. That's not what they really said. The voices. Y'all got voices in your head, right? Okay, well, now that we've established that we're all a little crazy, some of us more than others, but the voices in my head say, self-sabotage, B, that's a terrible idea, but it'll be fun. I'm literally my own worst enemy. I have a heart of gold, but my head, man... Yikes. The voice in my head is a terrible influence. Very convincing. I could come up with a hundred reasons not to, and my brain will come up with one very convincing argument. 
This has always been a struggle for me. One day I'll talk about this more in detail, but for now I'm gonna wrap up my infatuation with crazy and say that the battle between me and the badass voice in my head has been the number one reason why I have yet to reach a lot of the goals I've had set for myself for so long. Focus without distraction is so important and so is self-awareness. that part self-awareness how important okay so let's talk about it my whole entire life I've held myself back with me being the only person in my way no one's ever stood in my way it was me in my own way and it always has been and the reason that I say that is because I tell myself every single day like I'm gonna do shit different and then I don't and it all boils down to me versus me one half of my personality is goal-oriented and certain that I'm destined for great things. Independent, hardworking, don't need no man. Too confident, don't need no compliments. Bad bitch. If perfection existed, one half of my personality is the definition of it. And then the other half of me loves to party, has more game than EA Sport, is slicker than grits and smoother than gravy, zero filter, no fucks given, no respect. Judge me if you must, but I stay winning. Cocky and over-assertive, unfuckwittable toxic trouble literal definition of the devil on my shoulder and if i could take the two halves of my personality and combine them into one it could be a pretty good happy medium but there is no like happy medium it's like i'm either this half or this half and like man i can be in the shower getting ready to get in my robe and my slippers to work on my business plan and create content for six months right and then the next thing I know, a song comes on and it's like a trigger, like something switched in my brain. Now I'm at the strip club living my best life. Like, how the fuck? But at the end of the day, the solution is pretty simple. I can choose to get intentional with my time and become the person that I want to be and do the things that I keep telling myself I'm going to do or... I can continue to be the same person, do the same things, put all the things that I want to do that I'm not already doing on the back burner. I can continue to break promises to myself and I can stay in the exact same place. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. So if you have a goal and you're looking to accomplish it, all you have to do is move forward. Go on. Stop talking the talk. Walk the walk. The choice to do better is mine to make just as the choice to do better is yours to make. So I hope you choose to take the next two months, um, whether you join me on my journey or you go off on your own journey. I hope that you choose to spend your time wisely and get real intentional with it in the next two months. 2022 could be the year that you change your life. With that being said, tune into my socials for all things APX. The next podcast episode will be released on December 1st. Uh, tune into the polls on my story on Facebook and Instagram to vote for the topic of the next podcast episode. And as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Happy one year anniversary. Thank you so much if you've been an avid follower for the last year. And if you're new here, thank you so much for tuning in and welcome. I hope that you enjoyed this recap. Um, I hope that you choose to return. There is so much more where that came from, and there is so much more in store for APX and the Petty Podcast and the direction that we're headed in. 
I've been serious on my goals, but I've never been this serious. They say when you get sick of your own shit, that's when the real change begins. And I'm to that point. So stay tuned because I'm turning up the heat and I have a secret that I'm going to share with my podcast listeners before I share with anybody else. So tune in for that. I'll be back December 1st, maybe to share my secret. Maybe not. We'll see. We'll see how life treats me from now to then.